0: Back to the bottom of the barrel. Uh, today, the barrel has been transformed into a paranormal ball pit of sorts, and today we are going to dive down to the bottom to retrieve the mystery of the bet sphere. Today, I'm joined by Gilly. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? I'm good. Good. I'm excited. Good. That's very exciting. Um, now, I ask this for most of my guests as well, just so they can sort of get a feel of, also the listeners can get a feel of where you're coming from when it comes to all this sort of stuff. So what is, just in a few words, your level of engagement with fringe, paranormal type stories? You know, like where do you sort of sit on like the, how much you're aware of this kind of other world that we're going to be t- touching on a topic for today?
1: I like to believe it, exi- it exists. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I like to believe it's real. Like there is something, there's something bigger than just our, but like our normal nine to five, kind of run of the mill stuff. Like there is other stuff that goes on in this world. Like there's, yeah, there's another level that we don't get to see, but I still want to believe that it's, it's real. Like you know, some people believe in Santa Claus. I I want to believe in you know. They're, they're, there's something else out there yeah 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 no great um yeah. well I'm, I'm open to it if you want to put it in, a, in into a few words i'm op- i'm open to it
0: great yeah great good well uh today hopefully i can give you a good uh, little peek behind the window uh into something that isn't seen now um now the story i will be telling you today as well uh is a pretty well known and pretty well publicized story as well. Uh, It's been around for a little while, um, and there are going to be three people that I'll be talking about uh, in particular. Um, They are the Betts family. Uh, We've got Jerry, which is the mum, and Terry, which is the son, and Anton is the father. Now, I'll do my best not to get mixed up with Jerry and Terry, but it's probably going to happen at some point, so uh, forgive me if I do. Yeah, and John seems out of
1: place. Yes, yeah, yeah. It doesn't (laughs) seem like... Right.
0: Um, So, look, uh, we'll just get straight into it now. The Betts family, they lived in an old brick house known as The Castle. Uh, It's on an 88-acre property in Fort George Island in Florida, which is like a suburb of Jacksonville, um, which is one of the pretty big cities that's in that area. Uh, I believe that they were the first people to occupy this house year round since its construction in like the early like 60s as well. It had like, had, like transient tenants in and out, but they ended up buying it um, and you're know, actually living there for quite a while. Now, on one morning on March 27th, of 1974, the family noticed a small brush fire on their property and they sort of went to investigate the damage. You know if you've anybody that sort of lived on a little bit of land, if you've got a fire burning off somewhere in the distance, you go check it out to make sure it's not going to spread. Now, upon arriving at the side of the fire, their son Terry, who was sowing to be a doctor, uh, so he's a medical student, he's in his late teens, uh, noticed something glinting from the smoke and the fire. What he saw was a shiny silver sphere with a small triangle engraved on the surface. The ground where the sphere sat was undisturbed, apart from burning around it. There was no impact crater or anything like that, and the object just seemed kind of out of place. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you a, I got a few reference images and stuff here. So first, I'm just going to show you a photo of the house. So this is the Bet Sphere Castle. This is an old photo for it's now like defunct and unoccupied, but it is like a legitimate Old timey, swing. yeah.
1: It's it's not, uh, you know. There's a little bit of architectural madness going on there. Yeah, it's a it's a cool looking house. Yeah, but it
0: is sort of strange, especially for like, like the architecture a silo of joint the within. time yeah. in the area. It's a little bit strange, and I don't know its beginnings and all that kind of stuff as well. Now, like I said, the fa- uh Terry found this metal sphere sitting amongst these burnt bushes um and at first the family thought it was some sort of like old war relic so like the spanish occupied florida for a time and stuff as well so they thought it might like and there were like missionaries at the time so they thought it might have been sort
1: of like an old spanish cannonball uh essentially but it was perfectly intact with fire all around it but it was not it wasn't burn or anything like that
0: yeah and like as i mentioned before uh the sphere was like a polished silver in appearance which isn't like really appropriate for how cannonballs were made at that time period even if you're looking up to like the civil war cannonballs are made of like iron and lead Mm. and even if somebody was like not pretty go to the lengths to like silver plate it it would be Mm. kind of weird that you know it's a little bit strange and again uh i don't know if i touch on this but there's a little small triangle that was engraved on one side of it the family decided to collect the sphere and take it home which actually turned out to be a little bit more difficult than anticipated as it's roughly the size of a bowling ball so about eight eight inches in diameter and weighed uh, 22 pounds which is about 10 kilos or roughly 72 subway foot long sandwiches give or take (laughs)
1: salads (laughs) (laughs) salads <laughs> <laughs> All right. shout out to josh because he
0: used uh subway sandwiches as like a reference of length in the uh not um life's not always fairy episode uh, to yeah. do the height for the gnome that he yeah. was talking about so yeah. subway is now the metric that we yep. use on this podcast
1: yeah can appreciate that <laughs> that's good
0: uh, that's a lot of subway so, look, Terry lugged the sphere home and placed it on the window dresser in his room where it sat without incident for a couple of weeks until Terry was one day practising his guitar in his room. Sitting there, strumming away. It's, you know, it's the 70s. I'll show you some photos of him later, but he looks like he should be in Van Halen or something like that. You know, that, that's the time. So he's playing his electric guitar when the metal ball... this the Vette's sphere, as it's come to be known, began to vibrate and hum, almost as if it was reacting to the notes that he was playing on his guitar, that there was something that was interacting with... It was recognising the frequency. Right. He was a little unnerved by the situation and called up his mum to say, you know, whoa, what's going on? Check this out. And replicated it again. His mum was kind of like, well, look, I don't really want you keeping this in your room anymore. Um, I'm going to take it out of your room. She took it downstairs and just placed it in the corner in the kitchen. The best family had a dog, a little poodle, I'm pretty sure it was, and I don't know the name of it. But as dogs being the prime investigators that they are, the dog approached the sphere. Upon approaching the sphere, the dog began to cower and go down on all fours and place its paws over the top of its ears.
1: Its ears. Emitting some kind of, like, high-volume resonating thing that dogs can hear, but, like, we can't hear. Maybe. Like, it's, like, fucking with the dog.
0: Very well, maybe. Um, And Jerry said that this was, like, actually pretty out of character for their dog as well. It kind of wasn't, like, a sooky little thing yeah. that was going to be... You know, it's not a it's not a chihuahua where it's going to freak out because there's a set of stairs in front of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Um, dogs are very, like, they're affected by noise on such a larger level than we are. Like, much larger level.
0: Yeah, well, you yeah. know, the dog whistle's a great example of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We can't hear we it. We can't hear it. Incapacitated. it just
1: incapacitated fucks them up. dog, Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, now, I've got a couple of more photos as well, so I'm going to show you what the sphere actually looks like. Um, this is a photo uh, oh, that's yeah, published man. in the paper. This is Terry, Dude, Terry Betts.
1: Everyone in that era was going to be a rock star, like, they all just looked like rock stars, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. We've just got this. <laughs>
0: um, and that that is the, the <laughs> sphere, so you get a bit of, like, an idea oh, of, the sp- wow. of the size of like this... it. Oh, um, this next photo is their cousin Wayne Betts. Uh, why does
1: stuff all all happen in the states? Like, why do we? It's all captured in the states. Like, all this stuff always happens over there, or is it just because they actually capture it and we we hear about it later?
0: So that's actually a really good like question because either, I mean, think about the news today, even. Yeah, the majority of the news that we're filtered with, unless you're Filted. tuning into a specific, it's the right lo- of, yeah, 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 unless you're like specifically trying to engage with local news specifically, there's always going to be like some drips of like, America does this, or, yeah. America does that, you know, and is it a case that there are these stories that happen all over the world, but particularly in 1970s, in the, like the 70s, and even from Pretty much Roswell onwards. Yeah. this was like the heyday of the weird and wonderful, and papers and reporters were it looking. Wasn't filtered. Then. Look, looking for these stories, and yeah. they were publishing left, right, and center. It was very, very like highly publicized all yeah. these things in the states.
1: But whether it's a case of um, like, there's just like he's sitting there so comfortably with his freaking yeah, it's like a freaking orb. Yeah, just a big shiny ball. Yeah.
0: Now, we talked about the first incident, which was the ball resonating with the frequency of the guitar. Um, and then messing with the dog. And then messing with the dog. Now, you know, Jerry thought, oh, well, I'm going to get it out of the kitchen, I guess, and I'll put it, put it somewhere else in the house.
1: The kitchen seems like it's such a dumb spot to put it. So <laughs> you've taken it
0: out into the family living room, right? And she's placed it on the ground in front of her, just, like, in this, like, spot. This sphere begins to roll away from Jerry. It rolls down, kind of traces some, like, the area of the room, and returns back to the place that it began, right in front of her feet. Now, this was allegedly recreated multiple times, um, including one of the witnesses uh, being a photographer, Lou Egner, who was a reporter from the St. Petersburg Times, who actually published an article about this fear uh, in in the St. Petersburg Times on April 15th, 1974. Because that article came out, uh, there was, you know, so there started to be a little bit of hype around this sphere. You know, it was a weird and wonderful thing. It was a time where people were trying to investigate these things. Um, and an expert <laughs> from the research firm Omega Minus One in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, examined the sphere and found that radio waves were coming from it, and it was also emitting an magnetic field around the sphere.
1: So it's alive
0: there's something going on yeah. with
1: it
0: which is not terribly like indicative of it being sort of like out of this world or anything but look there's something going on with it that they can definitely say that is not quite normal especially in the circumstances that they found it so now on the assumption that the simply uh, sorry on the assumption that the sphere simply moved in this fashion due to an uneven floor in the old house Fair enough. You ever place a soccer ball down the ground in a shitty old house with a,
1: you know, out of level, dodgy build It doesn't builder, roll back to where it...
0: It's rolled away.
1: Yeah. It doesn't roll back to the same place, but... This
0: is exactly what Terry Betts thought yeah. after he saw it happen. And he's like, well, we need to kind of look into it a little bit more about why that happened. and Because they recreated a bunch of times and it just keep coming back to the same place that it started.
1: Something to do with the property.
0: So Terry placed it on their coffee table, big square coffee table in the middle of their living room. The sphere perfectly traced the outline of the coffee table going up to the edge of one corner, down to the other (laughs) corner, back to the other corner, and rested in the place that it began on the coffee
1: table. So it it mapped...
0: Now these weird interactions of the movement continued to happen uh, and Terry reported that it seemed to be more active on bright sunny days leading him to believe that it was affected by solar radiation perhaps. Um, Jerry believed that the sphere may be controlled remotely uh, from somewhere else on earth out or outside of earth or somehow it had its own intelligence controlling its actions. Now we're recording this in 2021 and it if you just whip up Google on your phone and you type in Roomba fails, you know, Roomba, the, the little, like, vacuums yeah. and that sort of thing. If you type in Roomba fails on Google and watch some of the videos, I mean, it's kind of like a sobering idea that household ro- household robotics haven't, like, gotten very good. Even if this thing was being controlled by something else. Yeah, You know, the Roombas, you program them into do dirt devil
1: yeah okay dirt devil yeah listen did live in the shed
0: you know they fucking yeah. they, they grab cat pet, pet tails and yeah. run through shit and spread yeah. it all over and the house like, nah, like nah, they're nah, nah, not
1: nah, nah, yeah like,
0: they're not that intelligent they can't quite
1: fix things yeah or... but this isn't Roomba this is like a sphere of what is it like I've never heard of this this is you're starting to trip me out a bit. It's good. It's good. <laughs>
0: and again, like I said, this this is a pretty publicised story for the time and it's been yeah. investigated a lot as well, so I'm...
1: Well, look at... Oh, Anton, is it? Uh that's Terry, the That's time. Terry. Yeah. yeah. Loom, he's just like, yeah, what the fuck's this sphere?
0: So, as it was stated in the St. Petersburg Times, news of the sphere began to travel and gathered some attention. One day, Jerry received a knock at her door where she was greeted by a representative of the U.S. Navy, requesting to take the sphere and run their own tests to determine its origin. What Jerry actually does next is probably my favourite part of this story, and it seems kind of, like, not important, but so often when uh, people come across strange metals or strange objects, the military shows up, they take it away and it's never to be seen again. You just don't hear of it coming back. Now Jerry did agree to let the military take, sorry the US Navy, to take it and run its own tests but before that happened she drew up a contract and said you have two weeks to run the tests that you have. You are not to cut open or damage the sphere in any way and if it is found to not belong to the military then you must return it which I think is probably one of the very few cases where it didn't just disappear mm. and the Navy representative um, agreed to these parameters signed it and the contract was in place that they would get it back after this two-week period if it didn't belong to the military that's
1: unusual in itself that, that actually agree to that yes yeah
0: yeah kind of strange um, funnily enough, the Navy actually kept its word to return the sphere, but not after already subjecting it to hydraulic pressure tests, which showed that the sphere was able to withstand up to 120,000 pounds per square <laughs> inch of pressure. They also took uh, high-powered x-rays uh, of the sphere, um, which turned it to be hollow. But there was two smaller objects that occupied the inside of it. They eventually determined the ball to be man-made and of no threat. I guess they were maybe like worried it was like an undetonated weapon or something like that um, from a foreign country, something dropped out of a plane. Who, who really knows what their thoughts were but they determined that it was man-made. Now you may have heard of this next guy before as well, um, a man by the name of J, Dr. J. Allen Hynek. He was the director of Project Blue Book, which started in the late, uh, late 40s. Um, and Project Blue Book was an, uh, an arm of the Air Force that was set to investigate UFO phenomenon. And he was kind of like the spin doctor of the time that if something weird happened, he would come up with a rational explanation for it. Um, Eventually, in his later years, he sort of became a little bit more uh, of the mind that these things exist and was more on the side of this being a real thing as opposed to him trying to explain it away. But he was like best known for something like the investigations and paranormal cases, such as the Betty and Barney Hill abduction, one of the first documented uh, alien abductions in the United States. He was part of the Roswell investigation, uh, the Flatwoods monster, anything from like the late 40s onwards when all these big flaps of paranormal stuff was happening, he was there. And I will do an episode on him in the future because he is just such a fascinating person. Um, Yeah, i need to yeah if you dig into that uh i i think it's on sbs or iview i can't quite remember but they did do like a dramatized version of all these events it's called project blue book and it is a fantastic series and all of the things that take place are actually based on declassified real events from that project itself on
1: be worthwhile uh would definitely be worth watching there's a lot of stuff getting around at the moment um on social media in regard to UFOs. Um, People are capturing footage of stuff. They're not planes, they're objects, they're... And you talk about the Navy and the Air Force and stuff like that, they're... they're People are, are physically viewing stuff that doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, well, there's even the um, the footage from the Nimitz, uh, which is a little Tic Tac UFO that's yeah. been released officially by it's, it's... by the Navy. Yeah. this. I'm not saying it's alien, and they're not saying it's alien either. But oh, they're I saying think it's technology. That, that, yeah, I yeah, and it's kind of like an interesting conundrum as well, right? Because if footage gets leaked out of some sort of like highly engineered craft that we've never ever seen before if government entities are doing sort of you know
1: tests
0: backdoor black ops type stuff if people see that and go oh my god it's an alien well that's kind of like the best case scenario for those entities because it stops people going like well what's the military doing that we don't know about Mm. They'd that prob- they would probably prefer that people assume it's from venus that's the question and, that
1: comes to me and like what what technology do we actually have that we're not privy to yeah yeah you know 5g is not a you know whatever like there is bigger shit going on
0: and it's an interesting like little anecdote as well that it's been said for years and years now that The military is 30 to 50 years ahead in technology from what the civilian population actually has access to. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that maybe this thing is
1: actually did belong to the military. Yeah. Who really knows? Um, But look, Dr. Back to the sphere because (laughs) it's obviously what is there anything about the markings on it or anything Mm -hmm. like that that relates to, like, I don't know, that to me, screams like, you know, Egyptian, you know. Well, it was actually kind of hard to
0: find a photo of the marking on the ball. Um, but from all the reports, it is, it's a very small triangle and that's it. It's just a triangle that's engraved into one part of this. Yeah, right. Um, but look, Dr. Hynek did end up being able to take it and run his own tests himself as well. But
1: what were the two small things inside it? What, what, what were they? Did they give you no detail and what... It had something in it Not
0: that I could find um, Because a lot of the information that I've got for this Has come from uh, the article that was put in the paper It doesn't say what they were inside And because Jerry refused to let anybody cut into it They were never able to sort of penetrate it And find out what was inside And look, Dr Heineck He also came to the conclusion That it was a man-made object he believed it was my major object and he did return A-sphere back to the Vets family right now a- I... A-sphere yeah okay now I say A-sphere because yeah. I came across like this little interesting nice little anecdote <laughs> that Dr. Hynek's son um, at one point was speaking at a UFO conference uh, where he was questioned about the Vets sphere because Obviously, his father investigated it. When he was questioned about it, he recounted that he had never himself actually seen the sphere. However, as a child, in their basement, there was a very similar metal sphere that he and his friends would play with from time to time. And that's all he gave. (sighs) Now... (laughs) That's so annoying. (laughs) That's... Upon seeing news reports...
1: So frustrating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The president of a local Jacksonville supply company, uh, Robert Edwards, showed a reporter a Bell & Howard stainless steel ball that was eight inches and weighed over 21 pounds, almost exactly the same as the Sphere. And this guy who's head of this company is quoted as saying, I'm not saying that this thing didn't come from outer space because I've never seen it. All I'm saying is that the physical description of it matches the exact type of ball that we have in stock. Now, I believe this company was um, like an industrial supplier place, closer for marine stuff. Um, I don't know what Mm. use, and I I don't have the information to to know what that kind of ball
1: would be used for in... Are we talk, trying to talk to whales or something? <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. tune? Like, I'm thinking the music, like, like is it, you know, or, you know, that well, kind of, what is it? I mean, maybe. It, if, if it's something? reacting to, like, a sound. Yeah, and... but then it's, it seems like it's magnetic. It's like, it can move, but maps in a moving sense like it was almost like it was trying to like get
0: away from them and like couldn't find a way out yeah um but it definitely seems like it is either controlled or has some sort of intelligence yeah Um, (laughs) it's
1: one or the other now there are some where do we get one of these can we buy them on Amazon or what I'm sure you can buy (laughs) I'm sure you can buy (laughs) replicas. that'd be cool Um,
0: there are some other theories of its origin that have emerged. A sculptor by the name of James Derling Jones claimed to have lost one of his many orbs, which were stolen industrial valve spheres, while driving through Jacksonville. Uh, Dr. James Albert Harder of the University of California, Berkeley, claimed that it was an alien doomsday device, and others thought it may have been a navy-made sea bottom maker a downed satellite, or a fallen World War Two food Fighter, which yeah is a story that I'll cover yeah. at another point yeah, as well. I've, had,
1: I've, I've gotten into the whole food Fighter thing. Yeah. You know, I've, I've dealt with that deeply. But that still doesn't... Like, the fact that it turned... Like, it was initiated, like, there was a fire, there was all this... Like, all this stuff is very unanswered. There's no... There's no answers to this. Like... What? Ah... I love this shit. This is great. Can you give me...
0: um, Just in your own words... Like a little... Like brief like synopsis of... The Foo
1: Fighters? Oh well... well, Just just, just because... Coming from... um, Like... uh, Have family that's... um, Very ingrained in the Air Force. And... What you see up... In the sky... Like when you performing you know you're in the elite of elite bits of human machinery and what and so it's so perfect because his name's Tom Uncle Tom <laughs> um and he yeah he he's yeah what he talks about with you know Foo Fighters like unexplained unexplained stuff that they're like pilot it's It's documented. It's there's there's video. There's there's visual documentation of this random shit that we've got going on around us. And if those guys don't know what's going on, like, yeah, (laughs) how are we meant to take stock in anything? Like, we're talking about a silver ball that turned up in a fire and then rolled around and like it liked music. I don't know. It's Everyone good. loves rock and roll. It kind right? of sounds like a cheesy movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cheesy sure movie. But that guy's face does not say cheesy at all. Like, he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, I mean, Yanks are very prone to trying to make money out of anything. Out of nothing. And, yeah, that's... This is... This is a bit... I've never heard of this. The Bet Sphere is, like, a, on a whole nother level. Like, Is it a downed... Like, is it a downed UFO? Is it a downed Foo Fighter? Is
0: it a... um, Like a... A broadcasting...
1: Device, thing? yeah. Device
0: that's been dropped. Yeah. Relays back to whatever... Yeah. The information of in its surroundings. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's... Wow.
0: And... Because they're like... From some of the reports from those fear Fighters, particularly around uh, World War Two, there was never particularly, like, a consistent description of them. Sometimes no. they were balls of light. Sometimes they were your traditional disc-shaped UFOs. Sometimes they were triangles. Sometimes they were metallic balls that would fly up alongside the pilots. And I'm pretty sure they, like, engaged in, like, dogfights and mm. stuff with these things as well and people lost their lives. Mm. From trying to engage with them, um, and at the time, I think it was thought that it was some sort of new technology that the Nazis
1: had built that nobody. Everyone knew. blames the Germans. It's not them. Look, they have got some good shit, but yeah. Right, hey, well,
0: Nazi UFOs actually might be a topic that. Oh, touch really on <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> later. I wait. <laughs> because there is there is like a good like documentation history of that kind yeah. of stuff too. Um, now, if this, all of what I've told you wasn't sort of strange enough, once the Sphere uh, made it back to the Betts family after these people that were having a look into it, the Betts family began to report hearing ominous organ music playing throughout their house despite not having an organ. Like dun dun dun. They couldn't determine the origin of where this music was coming (laughs) from. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) They it it wasn't like originating from the ball itself. It seemed to just linger around in the air. Um and they even reported some other like poltergeist-esque activity, like doors slamming shut when there was no one around. Objects being moved when there was nobody around to move Drugs them. Drugs was so much better in the 70s by
1: the sound of it.
0: Yeah, look, this is the time of... <laughs> some <laughs> of the prime time of LSD. Yeah. And Maybe they were an experiment. I hmm. mean, that sort of stuff definitely took place, but it is kind of interesting because whoever I've done these past episodes and stuff with, it does sort of always come up that we're like, Maybe they were just tripping. Maybe they're just fucked up. But yeah. I always say, like, nah. how many fucking people... He doesn't look fucked up. He looks like, what the fuck? He does look like he would do LSD, for sure. Nah.
1: <laughs> just, it's not... Yeah. Righto, so they heard ominous noises. Like, and But it was actually theatrical. Yeah, yeah, it was organ organ-playing music, like church organs. Yeah. Uh,
0: but they didn't own one. It was just hung around the air in the house, and there is no explanation for it. And like, I like how this story pans out up until that point because it's not doesn't it doesn't fit with the no, rest of doesn't. the events.
1: No, it doesn't. It's almost like they've gone for a bit of a cash grab. Like the limelight had gone. There was no explanation, and then they've gone. Oh. We need you know something to keep the story going, kind of thing. I don't well, know well, yes, it doesn't that
0: would be an explanation for it, but at this time, the family was being bombarded with. Uh, investigators reporters trying to like get their scoop and jerry in particular was getting quite overwhelmed with the amount of people showing up at their doorstep yeah, yeah. Uh, kooks and crazies right. yeah and it just like had enough with this constant attention being laid on them and their family in this sphere arguably they did it to themselves by actually putting that to to begin with but she pretty much ended up cutting off all ties with She's like, I'm not talking to anybody about it anymore. They've done their tests. They've brought it back to us. People have looked in, it. They haven't found anything. Yeah. Stop coming to my house and asking me questions. So if that's like her way of like addressing this whole thing, then it kind of discounts the whole get a cash grab from a good store. Mm, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but 100%. otherwise, I would say, yeah, because... So many, so many stories, um, of UFO or things found and that kind of stuff. You know, people have these experiences and then they... Where's the sphere then? They write The the
1: story happened. What, what's the ongoing premise of the, like, are they... I feel like there's not an outcome. Or did they just stow it or did they destroy it or...
0: Well, the family said that they kept the sphere, um, although... Again, I'll just reference back to after Dr. Hynek's investigation into it. Once they received the sphere back, they said it was kind of different. Different. It wasn't the same sphere. Wow. And a man that has built his career around investigating the weird, the wonderful, and the wacky, it's probably, and especially for the military, it's probably good at sweeping some stuff under the rug yeah. Or maybe replacing things and misleading people in general because that is what he did he misled people on purpose to you know it was like oh we saw lights in the sky and something beamed and came down he's like oh it's a weather balloon swamp gas yeah but he investigated some
1: of the biggest yeah righto eh? wow I feel I feel like I want more but there isn't anything there's nothing like what's the girl what's the... yeah nah <laughs> I want I want more And I don't want to grow my hair like that and grow a mo
0: you would look good like that actually. yeah Especially
1: I reckon I could pull that off
0: um, and look as always I'm going to include all of the images that we're talking about in the show notes for the people listening along um, I'll add in some timestamps of where we are talking about these specifically but look eventually the media frenzy died down and the Betts family and this its sphere kind of fell into obscurity and like we've already touched on to this day remains a topic of debate about exactly what it was what took place at the Betts so
1: open-ended dance. like there's no how did they just you can't just brush oh man yeah you can government we're we're so whimsical now shiny thing it's gone wow um, look at it again it is it's just a big shiny metal bowling ball but it could emit noise and it could move on its own allegedly allegedly (laughs) and it's a
0: lot heavier than a traditional bowling ball yeah Uh, no holes in it Determined to be hollow, with two objects on the inside. And, uh, like I said, I found most of this
1: info and stuff on the actual, uh... Was there any big, like, events, like, world events at that time?
0: I believe this was still in the time frame of when the Cold War was going on. Right. Um, between Russia and the US... So there was like a little bit of like a, I guess, worry about people, you know, these countries like spying on each other and what yeah, they are trying yeah. to do and all that sort of stuff. And like I said, this was the heyday of the The, the news in particular yeah. taking place um, and publishing these stories and technology was on the rise. They, America had just made it, made it to the moon. Yep. You know, technology... did they
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs) Um, just a ball Navy not so it's finders
0: uh, and
1: this has all the quotes from
0: the Navy spokesperson after they did the investigation and all that kind of stuff as well so it's not that this is just a story of this weird thing happened and here's the anecdotal stories it's been reported there's clear connections to um not only established private entities but established military entities that were concerned
1: or curious i guess about what
0: actually happened
1: i think jerry fucked up actually was. when he started playing the guitar He should have just recognised this thing was playing back to him and he could have been, like, the best guitarist in the whole fucking library. (laughs) He might, like, lick extreme, like... (laughs) Yeah, he messed up. Terry and the (laughs) (laughs) Bulls. The biggest... uh, Uh, Yeah. The biggest rock band ever.
0: Yeah. He messed up. Wow. But but look, man, that is... um... That's what I've got for you today. I don't have an answer. uh, No, I feel empty. About it. Um,
1: I feel empty. And it is still
0: one of those.
1: Wow. But um, this is going to make me... I'm going to be... Yeah. I'm going to pursue this. I want to find more shit. That's... (laughs) Like, why? Uh, Just Americans. (laughs) (laughs) I, I bang on about this, but the fact that it's documented, like... That's the one thing that the Yanks do really good. It's like, when something happens, they capture it. And they tell it. They're storytellers. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's a whole other world. Like, imagine the kind of yard you get out like, uh, of Africa. Like, folklore and stuff like that. Like, what kind of crazy shit have they seen? Yeah. Yep. Like... Uh... Yeah. It, it. It could be... Like, we don't see that just because it may have been captured, but not the way it's been captured by Americans. Like, like the, yeah, I can't imagine some of the stuff that's over there.
0: For the next story that I'm going to be doing uh, on the following episode, uh, I've intentionally tried to go, I don't want to do another American story. Yeah. Um, and I've actually found Australian stories. Yeah, uh, that I'm going to be addressing, um, which will be a mass UFO sighting that happened in 1966. Yeah, in Westall, in Victoria.
1: Right, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. Of a primary school that uh, two to three hundred uh, students and teachers alike oh, witnessed sorry. witnessed a UFO landing, like just in the bushland outside of their oval. Yeah, uh, and yeah, because we are an Australian podcast, and I. Like stuff that's in my backyard a little bit more, yeah. especially because it doesn't get the same screen time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of all the big cases that are from America, so we'll be delving into that a little bit more on the next one coming up in the next few weeks. Oz files, yeah, no, yep. Oz, Oz, Oz files, Oz files, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll try to just do more Australian type stories. Yeah, um, cool. Coming up.
1: Cool, but look. That's that was awesome. That's what I've got for you. That was uh, awesome, man. I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, nice little bit of chills. <laughs> like my hairs are reacting because I just don't know. Yeah, that's this is awesome, man.
0: Good job. Thanks very much for joining me. I do appreciate you coming on and letting me tell you a weird story. Yeah. Um, again, for everybody listening along, uh, check the show notes for links to the images that I've referenced and all
1: that kind of stuff and, uh, yeah. I want a sphere. S- stay I, weird, I, folks. I, I, want a, I want a sphere for my coffee table. <laughs> Especially if it's going to play me in tune. The ominous music, Now you can have that. Well, I spend a lot of time out in the bush so if I come
0: across any weird metal balls, you'll be the first one. to <laughs> Oh dear. Uh,
1: bro. Right. Cheers, We're bro. going to wrap it up. Thanks very much.
0: Uh, stay weird and we'll see you all next time.
1: Peace out.